For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix, Ninja Seb Fan, and Darth Goji coming to you live from Manfield. You can collect us just like an infinity stone. It's live from Anfield. We're here. Guys, okay, so it's been an insane couple of years for Disney and Marvel and Lucasfilm. Like, okay, so The Force Awakens, right? Biggest opening weekend of all time. Right. Or Avengers was Infinity it? War. <laughs> no, Avengers Infinity War killed it. Disney, like, patted themselves on the back, congratulated themselves. And I'm telling you guys, this this movie, if you don't like spoilers, Batman dies. Um, oh, wait, oh my gosh, I, what? Oh, God. What the heck are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm you sorry. weren't supposed to tell anyone that. Oh, my. Oh, no. Well, you, you heard it here first. Didn't Thanos tell you not to spoil anything? Yeah. Yeah, you don't listen did. to the bad guy, do you? No, I didn't realize you also was... weren't supposed to use. You're not, you know, as long, as long as you don't tell everyone that Tony Stark is actually just an action figure blown up by Ant Man technology, then everyone's, oh crap. Oh, oh. crap. Dang it. How, oh. how can you do this? That's like the biggest reveal. Well, and then there's that one time where we're like, you find out that the one Infinity Stone is actually made out of kryptonite, and that's why Superman had like no power Jeez. over Thanos. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, we I guess this is just a spoilers a spoilers like cast now. Well, see or, the or when they demand part. to see Captain America's birth certificate because they find out he's not actually from America. Yeah. Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> what, what a <laughs> that captain. Was, that was kinda like the dark anti hero uh kind of that was an interesting kind of turn that the movie took, I thought. That was wow. interesting. Uh I, I really like the the best surprise for me. Because, you know, you didn't really know how many characters were going to be in this movie. And when the Millennium Falcon came down. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. It was insane. It was also I thought it was like an interesting kind of turn where they where they all ended up being Doctor Strange illusions and that none of the actual characters were in the film. Yes. That was that was kind of a weird twist that they went with. The whole movie was like somebody's coma dream. (laughs) <laughs> brought on by Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, it was That's they, they um I found it weird that they uh recasted um Spider-Man as Steve Buscemi. That was I don't know why they did that. Well, uh, it felt like an odd Yeah, it was weird because <laughs> like it 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 was Steve Buscemi but he had like Tobey Maguire's face like photoshopped on and you could tell. They did a lot of CGI to make him younger and his eyes straight. Yeah, yes. that was <laughs> in, in, all, in all serious, in all seriousness, though, speaking of Spider-Man, have y'all noticed that in every Spider-Man movie, Aunt May keeps getting younger, <laughs> and Spider-Man keeps getting younger? So, like, the oh. next Spider-Man they they reboot, like it's gonna be an eight-year-old kid, and Aunt May is gonna be like a fourteen-year-old babysitter. <laughs> That's not even a joke. That is totally true. Look I'm, it up. Uh, I'm still picturing, like. An action sequence where you got Spider-Man swinging through New York, and then he lands and sticks to the side of a skyscraper, and he just pulls off the mask and Steve Buscemi. (laughs) 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 Steve Buscemi is amazing. (laughs) 
when he starts quoting lines, life. he starts quoting lines from his other movies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be going backwards, though. That would make Aunt May like what a hundred years old. A <laughs> hundred years old. He just starts reading the dialogue from Armageddon. <laughs> uh, if you couldn't tell, this is live from Manfield. A Rocket League podcast where our podcast is used in Russia to test the sanity of astronauts. I am Knox Phoenix. I'm Darth Goji. I'm Ninja Seb fan. Uh, actually, I changed it. I'm I'm Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind everyone uh, that is watching this live that you can ask questions and leave comments in the Twitch chat uh, with the hashtag chit chat and we will come back to some of those and respond to those at the end of the episode so if you have any comments or questions leave those there and, and if, you're if you're not here live yeah if you're not here live you can listen to the recorded episode and what you can do is you can record an album and in one of your songs just ask the question backwards like in the background behind the music and then we'll play the album backwards and hear your question yes yeah it's the um, smart way of doing it yeah we'll definitely get I've re- it I wrote software that actually does that. So you can just send me the MP3s. I don't really have a record player, but <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the news. What is new? Oh, we got so much news. It's incredible. I okay. feel like you no feel one. Like do we? I feel like every week we say there's so much news and no one knows how to gauge that because we say it when there is a lot of news and we also say it sarcastically when there's not a lot of news as if it's like a joke that people are supposed to understand. (laughs) We might not have a lot of news, but it's a big news. It is big news. It's, it's big Ben news. Big Ben. I don't So the whale from the old Rudolph cartoon. Yes. What's up? Did he die? Did he finally die? No, his like, if you follow the origin story of, that character, he's from London. Oh, okay. Oh, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Yes. Other the people RLCS. like to call so, it uh, Landon. Yeah, I think Landon is, is sticking. Um. So I was super on board with Landon until I said it out loud. Like, I read it everywhere, and I was like, oh, sweet, that's perfect. Yeah, Landon. And then uh, I was uh, talking with my friend, my IRL friend, the other day. And, uh, Do you I have a better him, answer for it? Uh, there's... There's Lundland. That's I don't know. There was a guy no. that, that bullied me in high school named Landon. So I don't. Yeah, like, that. like so. That's all I heard. As soon as I said it out loud, I was like, "Yeah, people are calling it Landon," and I was like, "That sounds like a '90s douche." In high school. <laughs> he was. He totally was. Like, he's got. He has blonde, like highlight tips, and <laughs> and he's wearing a Saved by the Bell T-shirt. Exactly. Landon, if you're exactly. listening to this, Landon, you, you're still a douche. <laughs> And I've come this far. Look, I'm hosting a podcast. What now, bitch? All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, all right. They have chosen the venue called The Copper Box. Actually, it is not a venue. They are, they've they built just a small box of copper. Uh, and that's where they're... No. There's a place called The Copper Is it box. made out of copper? I doubt it. Is it coated in pennies? Wait, they don't have U.S. pennies. <laughs> is there any currency yeah. in London that's made out of copper? <laughs> oh, no. Coppers are what pr- protect their streets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait. no. That was a good yeah. one. <laughs> oh, like governor. I've just had a run in with the coppers. Oh, would you like a spot of tea? <laughs> we hurts. and oh, dang, I just got an email. We are cordially uninvited to this land because of <laughs> our attempts at oh. accents. 
Dang. Uh, all right. $250,000 prize pool. That's backwards, mm-hmm. right? Like we're going in the wrong direction? Um, no, no that's because forward. that's for LAN. The, so, oh. yeah, the entire prize pool for the whole RLCS is 500000 which is a step up from the 350000 last season. I think the, okay. I think this yeah. is $50,000 more than last season for okay. LAN. Okay. I believe it is, yeah. Uh, uh, they give the address on this page as if I'm about to GPS it right now. Um, <laughs> no, I guess that's for, you know, finding addresses the are so fancy. Yeah, I had to send some stickers to Shogun once, and it took me two days to figure out how to write that on the envelope. <laughs> not going to lie. That's great. Um, and that's a true story. Um, so, J- June 8th through the 10th, are you guys going? Maybe. I don't know. I can't. I'm, I think I'm, prob- I'm probably going. I can't. But... I hope you have fun if you get to go. I hope you get to go because it'll be fun. Goji, you're going. You just don't know it yet. I can't go. <laughs> Work I have my so reasons. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Um, right. So people have looked up some pictures of the venue and they've had some very interesting results because the copper box actually, let me find an actual good picture of it, is a handball arena. It's like a gymnasium where they would play, um, you know, sports. It's got like 360 degree seating. That sort of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see them do a 360-degree arena for Rocket League. That'd that's be really what I'm cool. saying, guys. They need to take this handball arena, and they just need to build a cage around it, make it look like a Rocket League arena, and play LAN in there on the floor. Oh, hey, I don't... Everybody on the around. floor. They should, yeah, they should well, go retro and just set I up mean, some screens on the floor, and everyone just crawls you know, around on some put, beanbags and play some video games. I think it'll work, but... Hey, guys, are you seeing this it, picture wait, that I have wait. up on stream? I just realized something for the first time ever. They chose this location because it's pre-filled with eggs. <laughs> no, see, I I'm was... I'm dead serious. I was just about to say that they could build the arena up to look like a Rocket League arena, and then everybody in the stadium that's watching LAN can have, like, a foam egg that they wear on their head. They, the place is already filled with eggs! I'm serious! Look at these pictures! I can't see it. Someone remade it in Minecraft, apparently. So don't don't clickbait that one. <laughs> no, it's already filled with eggs. That's no so joke. Funny. Interesting. All right. Anyway, um, there's uh, an arena actually in my city of Cincinnati that is kind of like laid out like this. And they do concerts and stuff there all the time where they actually set up a stage. Yeah. Um, I think I found a picture of I them doing that. I found a picture of it uh, for here. Copper Box. Yeah, I lost that picture. I'll, that I'll send you a link. But, um, so I'm, yeah, here, here's like a small, tiny one of it, but, um, I'm sure that they're going to go with something a little bit more traditional like this. Yeah. I I sent you a picture in discord. If you get that, this is a proper look of what the cover box is most likely going to look like for us. Oh yeah. Yep. That's it right there. Interesting. That's what it's going to look like. That's a nice big screen. I I would like to see them try to, try to do a a centered floor. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That'd be really cool to have some sort Imagine of Imagine if AR was a thing nowadays and you actually got to see Rocket League play out in the middle there. Why would everybody at LAN need assault rifles? <laughs> well, we know who here's from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you say AR in Texas, everybody knows you mean assault rifles and not augmented reality. Yes. Augmented reality. That would be really cool to see for Copper Box Arena. Well, um, so pretty much all you can do with these dates and this information now is start booking your hotels and buying your flights because tickets are not on sale yet. They didn't even give a date when they will be on sale. You basically have to follow their Twitter account and be ready to jump at the sound of a gun. That's you get crazy. Them. Yeah. 
Um, Let's see uh, what kind of wacky hotel names they have in London. I seen, <laughs> Holiday Inn. <laughs> I looked at prices for nearby, <laughs> and they're all like 150 and up for prices nearby the uh, the arena. Yeah. Here's one for $74. Premier Inn. What is that in pounds? Because don't we have to pay in pounds? It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm pretty sure from what I'm looking at, it's in dollars. I'm getting hyped up. I think I'm probably going to go. I'm probably going to bring Mrs. Phoenix with me because um, we've been wanting to do a Euro trip for a while. Um, so if if I really am the only representative there, geez. The Phoenix a lot of Euro pressure trip. On me. I would have liked be, to go, but uh, that'll they, be announced, the sequel. they announced it so late that I already had uh, my schedule out for work. Uh-huh. Dang. Um, well. Your schedule gets written really far ahead. Yes, I know. Yeah, I that's, hate it. That's crazy. I really hate it, but it's how it works. Speaking of the RLCS, let's take some time to admire the journey we got there with the pro scene and talk about it in a segment we like to call Ninja Super Happy Esports Fun Time. So, we we got OCE. We know exactly every team going to land now. We got OCE. All right, All right. so the Chiefs didn't make it. That was really surprising. What are you talking about? <laughs> OCE oh, <so>. easily took it. <laughs> OCE took it? Like, yeah, all the teams are going? It. Every team in OCE is going. Nope. Yeah, well, I guess they could all ta- take it. They have to split all the costs now. All the OC teams are going. Only two of them actually get to play, though. <laughs> so, Chiefs got first seed. Uh, very, very well expected. And they mm-hmm. took it pretty handily over the second place team, which was Tainted Minds. And what was interesting, I actually got to watch this because I was bored a Saturday night, and I'm like... Yeah, I want to watch something before I go to bed. Uh, it was really late, and I got to see the Tainted Minds game versus... I'm checking here. Uh, against Darksided, and they they basically reverse swept. Uh, they were three down, and they came back for three. So Tainted Minds took it really close. Nice. Wow. And that was pretty well, much then. it. But we could do predictions for the promotional legation tournament coming up. We well, could do that. That sounds fun. I like... Or we this is not. my favorite part about the RLCS. New teams making it in and then wondering how they're going to do. Yes. But uh, Cloudfield tweeted out a couple weeks ago something really interesting, that the top two teams that got promoted, uh, in both the EU and NA regions, the top two teams that got promoted into the uh, the RLCS, both uh, finished 7th uh, and 8th, and then the top two teams that got relegated from the RLCS to the... Um, uh, to the Rivalry League um, ended up Top being four. the first and yeah the first and second, um, no. which is oh, okay yeah yeah never mind yeah so um, there's this weird gray area where teams might be bouncing back and forth between a couple seasons um, which I think is really interesting in this whole promotion thing because you at, at first the I remember talking through season one and season two as Savage and I were trying to navigate how to do this weird podcast how volatile the pro scene was because the t- like you could do a like a top 10 list of uh you know teams that were the best 10 and then 6 weeks later only two of those teams would be <laughs> up there still um and so it's this really weird thing now where it's gone the opposite direction it's like concreted settle like if you want you've got a freaking mountain to climb if you're going to make it a name for yourself oh, yeah. in the RLCS now so it's pretty crazy yeah, for sure. So, uh, first we uh, on Saturday coming up, 
We have the first one coming up for North America's promotion relegation tournament, which includes CLG coming from RLCS, Allegiance, which was last season's team, I believe. Uh, that was an RLCS that got relegated. Now they're in a promotion relegation tournament again, which yep. is the team you're talking about. Out of Style from RLCS getting relegated against FlyQuest, which... And Out of Style was promoted last yes. season as well. Yeah. And and FlyQuest, just, just for some cool background, FlyQuest had a team in RLCS last season, but they got dropped. Right. It's a whole new roster. Yeah. The the right. roster decided to go with another org, and they picked up an RLS, RS team, which I would consider is the best chances of going to the RLCS, which means FlyQuest picked the right team to get back into it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um... All right, so as far as predictions go, first off, let's talk a little bit about storylines. Um, Out of Style and Allegiance, both teams that were promoted up this past season, it has got to be a strange feeling to wonder if you belong in the RLCS. So yeah. I'm thinking that, like, I don't want to see anyone have have <laughs> to have, like, clawed and fought their way up into the uh, the promotion tournament um, so, and to, and to just cooler. lose it the next season. It's right? even cooler um, to think that only one team in this promotion relegation tournament is new to it. Because CLG was in the promotion relegation tournament last season too. But they pulled oh. out and kept their spot. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very interesting season. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Alright, so... When it comes to match one, I'm gonna say... Uh, CLG takes it. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. When it comes to... Here's the thing about CLG and Allegiance, though, is these are two teams that it really comes down to how they're doing that day. Um, Yeah. Because they're just... They're both extremely capable teams. It's extremely inconsistent. Um, And that's one of the most interesting things about the RLCS um, that I think I've noticed this season is that the people that are at the top are the ones that are just consistent enough to stay there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for sure. I think that um, I think CLG might just pull it out a little bit by by a hair on that one, but I think it's gonna be a good game. Even closer though, in the second match, out of style versus FlyQuest. What do you guys think? Uh, FlyQuest. FlyQuest. Pretty easily, I think. Yeah. You think pretty easily? Yes. Yeah. FlyQuest is insane. I would put out of style as an RLRS company team. They'd probably retain top four. Maybe, and FlyQuest dominated RLRS this season, so... Here's the thing about Out of Style, though. They came in with a new third um, after Justin left to go and join NRG, uh, and that had to have thrown a big wrench into how they worked out. Maybe they've got some of those kinks worked out? I don't know. Um, But they're an extremely capable team themselves. I think FlyQuest is more capable, though. They they look strong. They look super strong. I I I don't want to downplay Hado, but... I don't. Hado's a really good player, but he's not a Justin that could carry those two other players back into RLCS. You know what? Just to go against the grain, even if it's not truly what my brain says, it's what my heart does. Out of style. <laughs> well, Knox just lost that one on <laughs> the EU. <laughs> hey, 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 but we got we got our going off these predictions. Who do you think the two? Two teams that are gonna promote uh, go to pro- uh, that are gonna promote themselves. Which two teams do you think are take- going to RLCS next season? I'm going FlyQuest oh, and CLG. Yeah, FlyQuest and CLG. No, yeah. Do you agree? I mean, 
Is that not how it works? Oh, it's a double. It's a weird double elimination with four teams. Yeah, yes. it's a strange bracket. What the heck? What is this? <laughs> everyone plays everyone. Essentially, is what this means. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Which is pretty good. I just don't know why they wouldn't do it Swiss style. Um. Oh well. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I think. I think probably the end result is FlyQuest CLG. Now that I look at it, I don't know. Ah, uh, that's a tough. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm probably. That, that's where I'm going with it. <laughs> now, as for Europe, though. No, I'm doing it. Okay. Freaking out Go. of style over FlyQuest. <laughs> I'm saying it. So out of style on CLG. They both keep their spots. Well, is yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll see how that goes. All right. Let's do the uh, the European. Okay. Okay, so we've we get got Team Secret. I don't know these teams except for Fnatic. Team Secret, <laughs> Fnatic, SGE, and Excel. You gotta know Excel. Murky Duda might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, all right. I think this one's a lot more clear cut, honestly. I'm uh, going with uh, Fnatic for the first match. Same. And Excel for the second match. Same. Because I want my Hustle Browse to be relevant again. <laughs> I think that Fnatic will finish this whole thing on top, and Excel will come in in second. I think that's, those are the two that that ones are. Uh, I think Fnatic and Team Secret are going to be both getting promoted. Only one of them get to go from the winners bracket, though, so it's kind of a tough choice. I I think Team Secret actually take the semifinals in the upper bracket. Uh, SGE, I don't see them doing good at all against these teams. Uh, yeah, and then. I really want to see Excel go down because Excel did not look like a great team in the, uh, in Europe. <laughs> and well, Team Secret, I'd like to see them go back because they fixed the problem in their roster, and I think they're a really good roster now. Okay. Huh. Well, there you have it. There's our predictions, our official predictions, which is prophecy. If you ask anyone, we have a hundred. <laughs> We have a hundred percent success rate, and yes. that's mainly because we all three pick different things. So the podcast is always right. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, there you have it. And just to go off a tweet last week, uh, I got a tweet from Infer as my rocket tweeter, and he asked us, uh, "What would your RLCS dream team be?" Mine would be Jacob, Kadop, and Fairy Peak. Could you imagine a crazy offensive plays? Hashtag live from Manfield. Okay, so let's do it. Let's talk about our dream teams. We we got a little into it on the like actual thread of the tweet, but you know it's yeah. easier to talk about. Um, Goji, you you had a decent answer. Who'd you say? Uh, my dream team was Jane Apps, Turbo Pulsa, and Fireburner. And the reason I picked those three is because they won me the most points in the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. After watching Fireburner in the regional finals, like I so I watched through the regional finals this past week and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to get caught up because I didn't get to see it live, and like this is gonna be harsh. Sorry, Fireburner, love it, bud. But I feel like Fireburner lost energy the entire series. Um, he whiffed two of the game-winning saves, um, and just didn't seem to get any of his fifty-fifty. So like, I feel like I don't know. Yeah, that was interesting an choice. Off day for him, I'm sure. It was I mean, definitely he, an he off did pretty day. Well, he's a very consistent player. It's some of those days just hit you, man. Yeah, they did go undefeated until that tournament, so... There's, so there's... in my tweet back, I said, um... I said that it would be... I didn't... I So I thought small-scale. I didn't think cross-region. I said Torment, uh, Cronovi, and JNAPS. 
which is a really um, sick burn to Rizzo. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's not a sick burn because if you think about it, like every like you can have three of the best players in the world. It doesn't matter if you have the three best players on a team. You there is a weakest link on a roster of three. Like there Definitely. is. Um, yeah. And I just think Rizzo is one of the you know top ten players in North America. Uh, I just think that he is the weaker link on G2. And um, to replace him, his role is kind of that anchor, right? Be where you're supposed to be. Make sure stuff doesn't go terribly wrong kind of role. And I think Torment is the perfection version of that role. And so to put him on a squad like that where there's some sick passing um, and, and safety, I think that'd be good. But if I could, like, now that I'm thinking, like, you know, cross-region, I'd, uh, I'd probably swap out uh Kronovi for um for Turbo Pulsa. And, and I think that you've got the team. So nice. I'm thinking so two out of three of your team are on my team as well. <laughs> so I'm thinking K Duck, Kronovi, and as a third, I'm not You just want the KKK, I see what you're doing. <laughs> so racist. Wow. Classics met no <laughs> There you go, yeah. <laughs> No. And I'm thinking about it. There you go. K Dot. K Dot. No. K Dot. And I'm trying to think of top teams and who would be on them. Uh, K Dot. Kronovi and probably Magnus. Okay. So I could see it. K Dot and Kronovi are very smart players, so I could see them working out really well. K Dot's more flashy yeah. in offense. Kronovi could be either defense or assist. Or uh, yeah. midfield, and then Magnus is kind of a mix of all three of them. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It's a shame that we never get to see our teams play against <laughs> other people. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun to dream, I guess. Yes. Uh, speaking of dreaming, we all dream of being good at this game, so we play it sometimes and talk about it in a segment we like to call The Weekly Whiffs. The Weekly Whiffs. <laughs> How was your week, Knox? Um, okay, my week was interesting, to say the very least. Okay. Uh, so I went from uh, on a roller coaster of skill level. So it I think the uh like as far as getting used to the new controls, which I know I'm in my third week of actually going through this entire nightmare. Uh but it was kind of like a thing where it's going to get worse before it gets better. And so probably as the week started, I was terrible and absolutely terrible. And then um uh now I feel like I'm probably back to where I was mechanically. In fact, like today I was like playing ridiculous. I hit like four backboard like double touches today. Uh, and like the five games that I had time to play before I had to head out for the night because I didn't have a lot of time to play. So um, I'm actually starting to like climb back up, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, nice. Which is nice and fun. I had some spare time, so I made another YouTube video. So I'm excited <laughs> about that. I love making YouTube videos. Although, um, it takes me so freaking long, man. Like it's, it's so you weird to put out like this. Th yeah. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to like video quality and stuff. So it's so strange to put out this like four minute finished product where, you know, people are like, Oh cool. This helps. Thanks. And it's like, I spent six hours making this. Love it. Cherish <laughs> it. Uh, but no. So I got a new YouTube video out there. Um, which is pretty chill. Uh, other than that, I'm just I plan on, Oh, 
Uh, my new YouTube videos are training packs. So I've been doing like training packs and different ways to like warm up and train okay. and stuff lately, which I think might be leading to me getting more comfortable with controls and or better mechanically. So there's that. I also um, changed my camera settings, <laughs> oh. um, which is helping a little bit too. Um, today was the first day I played on the new settings. But um, so there's a balance between like what your FOV is and what your distance is. Because yeah. um, like if you raise your FOV and then lower your distance, your car will actually stay in the same place on the screen. Uh, and the vice versa, like if you raise your distance and lower your FOV, then your car will still be in the same spot. But the angle of view that you have is what's different. And so I actually raised my FOV from 105 to 108. And then I pulled my car a little bit closer to make up for that. And so um, and I'm I think that's maybe why I've been misreading so many rebounds lately. I'm having a lot easier time getting the rebounds. So there you go. We'll see. Nice. We'll see how it goes. What about you, Ninja? Um, how was your week, man? Still trying to get used to the controller. I'm, I'm mainly stalling to wait for my grips and my uh, decal girl skin for my controller because it just feels weird. <laughs> even So I even tried DualShock 3 controllers, and without the decal, it just feels completely different. Yeah, uh, so I'm just trying to <laughs> get back to how I was with the controller. Uh, I found out I'm getting better with the DualShock 3 and DS4, though. All right, DualShock 4 and DS, DualShock 3. <laughs> right. Nice. <laughs> All that to say, uh, I have to stall until probably like Friday to get my stuff. It, okay. It's coming very slowly. I hate it. Everything's coming from the States. It can't just be in Canada and come here right away. <laughs> it's because while Canada is a great place to be, great things are made. In the States. <laughs> See, all of your stuff comes from here and all of our stuff comes from China, so I'm not sure how it works. I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting control freak grips, and I think that'll be fun and good. My favorite part about grips is, like, um, you can just take them off and wash them, and they kind of get, like, sticky again. Yeah. I, and I also, I have this cup. But you only that, use grips for your thumbsticks, right? Yeah. Because I'm also getting grips for where you can hold the controller. I have this cup. Nice. I don't know if anyone can see, but it's all of the grips that I've uh, <laughs> You have I've worn shown down. that cup on stream like four times now. Well, I don't think I have. There's all my grips that I've used, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure but you have. Have you ever tried one of those grips that are for the handles? Uh, I think I have, and I like it didn't matter or anything for me. Okay. It didn't change anything. They both came together, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll pay the bundle price. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> nice. Goji. How was your week on my man? I am not having any issues with my controllers at all, so there's <laughs> that. Um, I got my champs back last week, and this week I was able to get to champ one div three in Ooh. both doubles and solo standard. Okay. Nice. nice. So that's coming along nicely. I'm going to try to get to champ two and everything before the end of the season, except for solo duel, because that's not a real playlist. <laughs> not a real playlist. No. no. I'm waiting for it to be disappeared off my playlist. And so I'm I'm unranked, but before I became unranked because I didn't play anymore, I was like diamond one. Have you guys noticed how little emphasis are on one v ones lately in the yeah. past couple months? Yeah, that's I've I just now starting to realize that like there used to be all of these videos like how to get good at ones and pros had always mentioned that they would play ones to like you know learn certain skill sets and stuff. Okay. But you like you don't see that anymore at all. I think uh, everybody always, already feels like they've gotten all the skills from it that they need. I think 
I think there's still a lot of skills to get from 1v1. It's just, it's boring. It takes a long yeah, time because it does it's, it's not a five-minute game because there's so many goals that happen. It's just like a ten-minute game now. It just yeah. takes yeah. too long. I ran into a guy earlier. So, uh, I hate this. So, I was playing twos today, and my second game, um, like 20 seconds in, the other team scores, and this other guy on my team attempts to forfeit. And then just nice. quits playing. Nice. And then the other team wasn't kind enough to stop playing. So <laughs> they beat us like 15 to 1. Nice. And the game took forever. And that guy is, I'm not going to say what he is. but like, <laughs> Not a nice why, person. He's yeah, not a nice person. Yeah, why forfeit and try to quit after one goal? First of all, you're the one that whiffed the easy save. So don't get pissed off that you missed a save and try to quit and you know if you're gonna do something like that don't throw my rank while you're at it yeah it's ranked it's what it is just gotta brush it off and yeah not and let get one game though. define get your back night to that rank so the rest oh i didn't rank down so it wasn't a big deal but like the rest of that match he was just talking shit the whole time all right happens mute and get on with your life is about all you can do Earlier this week, Goji and I got the chance to sit down with Sunless Khan while poor Ninja had to work instead of joining all the fun with us. So we got to chat with him, play a fun game. Here's that now. No matter what time of day you're listening to this episode, whether the sun is shining bright or not, it's a sunless day <laughs> episode because we've got Sunless Khan here in the studio with us. How's it going, man? What's up? It's going great. It's good to be here. Speaking of Sunless Khan, I'm, what, how'd you get the name? What's it mean? Okay, so that was, uh, it goes back kind of far, actually. Uh, it was like a, a random Xbox Live, like the first time I was on Xbox Live, you know, you have to create your, your gamer tag. And they had like an okay. auto-generated thing, and so it wasn't completely auto-generated. It was like two in a row. One was like Sunless something, and then one was like something con. And then I just like, I don't know, it kind of sounded like Genghis Khan. So I was like, I think you are fifth guest really <laughs> that, like that story yeah you got we got like findable carpet who had that story uh, yeah, that makes sense yeah you would yeah, like well, the names are great that come out of that thing so huh. if there Fantastic. was if there was a moonless con would he be better than you at rocket <laughs> league or no probably <laughs> <laughs> chances are good uh, uh so for those of you who don't know, Sunless Khan is mainly known for his excellent YouTube channel where he does tutorials, RLCS recaps, and just like funny looking uh, stuff. Um, so, I mean, what kind of got you started in the YouTube scene? Um, well, so I I make videos, like that's what I do. That's what I went to school for. So I, I work at a video production company. And so before Rocket League, or even really like, thinking about making gaming content, I always like made videos. So I would make music videos and like short films and stuff like that. And so sort of like once I got into Rocket League, it kind of just made sense. Like I got to a certain point where I felt like I knew enough about the game or like I understood it enough where I was like, I want to make a video about this. Uh, so I, I, I made a couple that weren't that good. Um, <laughs> you know, that's how it is there? when you start. Can we, can we look these up? <laughs> Some actually, they're still on my channel, but like a lot of them are private. It's kind of funny. A couple are, are a couple are not private though. Like if you go back to the first videos, it's just kind of like me talking, like me kind of mumbling. <laughs> my mic's terrible. I'm just like, uh, so this is the Rocket League trainer. Um, it helps you get really good, which is true. But uh, 
uh, I don't even remember when I got the idea, but the, the Why You Suck at Rocket League thing uh, was an idea that I had. And I guess looking back, I didn't, rem I couldn't remember if I had the idea that it would be a series or if it was just, I just wanted to make the one video. But I think I say at the beginning, like, this is going to be a series. But I don't remember, like, coming up with that, really, to be honest. Uh, I was going to start a series that was, why do I suck at Rocket League? But it was just me um, posting all of my games and nobody watched <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what i do now but <laughs> uh, i could definitely call it that actually but yeah I, I posted it to reddit which is obviously a key for a lot of youtube channels in certain uh genres i guess i don't know it, it's, it started a lot of channels anyway so i posted it there and it, it did okay there's actually a pretty i'm sure a lot of people are aware of this but there's a great rocket league subreddit pretty active uh large community there um so it like got to the front page of that and then and then that was the start nice a start yeah well uh what kind of balance do you have between being a content creator and a player that's that's interesting it kind of goes in waves like there's there's times like in march last march i tried to do daily uploads mm -hmm. so oh, wow. <laughs> during that period it was like 90 percent just making videos i mean okay a lot of them were gameplay videos so i would just play um but that's really only like a half an hour at a time so it's not really like grinding right, right um so during periods like that where i'm really trying to i have a lot of ideas and i'm really trying to post a lot uh it's it's kind of sad I don't, I don't get to play as much but right now i'm playing so much because i'm not quite grinding as hard <laughs> which is fine i've, I've kind of found a balance like a couple videos a week yeah, uh, yeah. and it's it's great i really like it because I'm, I'm playing a lot like all weekend i'll just play the, almost all day what rank are you now? Uh, I just hit champ two. Nice, me too. Yeah, we've cool. been uh, this, like three times this week. We've queued into each other. That's, yeah, that's how we finally got back together. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is we really tried funny. to do an interview a year ago when Savage was on the show with me, and uh, it was really <laughs> sad because I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna send him a Discord message. I haven't talked to him in a while, and that's when I saw like we had plans to record <laughs> and everything, and uh, yeah, I think we dropped the ball on that one. Hey, no problem. Um, so you, you talked about like, you know, you had videos you weren't, you weren't happy with and then, you know, you started finding your groove and stuff. Like, how did you really come across your, you know, style of tutorials and, and you know, videos? And uh, I mean, how would you explain that style in the first place? That is interesting. I think it's trying to be, it's like kind of trying to be funny, but I, I don't really, I think I have kind of like a, almost like a dad joke style of humor. Like it's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think kids really, like younger people don't really like it. Like my age and younger, I don't, I don't think a lot of my, I mean, okay, I do have some young subscribers for sure, but I noticed my demographics for YouTube were like, I, I had a majority in their 30s, which is crazy for YouTube. That is pretty, yeah. Like even comparing myself with other Rocket League YouTubers, of course, it is skewed to older because that it actually is because a lot of kids make, you know, accounts that say they're 20 or whatever. Yeah. But even considering Me. that, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I said I was like a 95-year-old from Ireland or whatever. But even considering that, I w it was always higher. So it was like, I don't know. So I think I appeal to that like kind of lame, like dry humor because <laughs> that's what I like. Yeah. So I just kind of make what I like. Uh, and then I try to make it because I work in video production. Like I always try to make the highest quality, you know, so just kind of mixing. It was kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird mix. because It's like lame, dry humor, Rocket League and <laughs> highly edited content. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting. So. That's kind of how that evolved, I think. Well, with that lame, lame humor, like what has been the the coolest reactions you've seen to your videos or your channel in general? 
I don't think there's like an individual reaction. It's just like from the start, that was the best part. That really, that's what fuels, I think, a lot of YouTube channels. And people say that a lot. Uh, and sometimes you, you feel like you have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, no, you're, you're doing because the ad revenue or whatever, or because it's your job. But that really, it, like all the support and like hearing everyone say how like funny they thought it was, was it was actually bizarre for me uh, to experience that at the beginning. And then and now it's just like fueling what I do. So like, I don't yeah. think an individual comment, but like ever since that first video, like I didn't feel like it was even that funny. Actually, all my videos, I don't feel like are that funny. And so it's really weird. It's a really weird experience to like uh, get really positive uh, feedback, which I've always I've always had. So that's what's like, yeah, that's what's made me do it. That's cool. So I'm I'm actually like really interested in this because uh, like I've been a little bit on the YouTube grind. I'm not as active as you are, but um, seeing that you have like multiple uploads a week and stuff, and I mm -hmm. would describe our like videos as similar in style. Um, so I think we're the same person, actually. Oh, I have a, a background in video production. And so oh. I, mine are always highly edited and I like have to make sure everything's perfect. And I record everything like a thousand takes. So I'm really interested in like your process. Like what what are the steps that you go through? How do you come up with ideas uh, to make these videos? And like, are they scripted, non-scripted? Like, let us know the steps of a Sunless Con video. Okay, well, it's evolved a little bit with, I don't think the the end product has evolved that much, maybe a little bit. I don't have enough self-awareness to like be able to, I guess if I went back, I could tell if the end product evolved, but the process definitely has. So in the beginning and even now, sometimes like very scripted, like I, I'm a writer really. So I, I write every, okay. write the whole thing down, uh, which is kind of tough with jokes. Cause you kind of have to feel them out sometimes. Uh, right. so sometimes oh, yeah. the humor comes after. So like I write down the information that I want to say, like, so I write down the serious stuff, like the tutorial, like what, what's the skill I want to teach in this one. Um, gotcha. and I don't really dive that deep. Like it's, it's pretty much what I already know just from playing or what I've, what other more experienced players have told me verbally. And I'll just take that and be like, Hey, I think I'm going to turn that into a video. And usually they're like, okay, cool. Um, so I don't really have to research that. Much. I kind of just like, which can lead to like some information, like sometimes I don't go that deep and that causes, you know, I don't know. Sometimes there's problems with it where it's like, you didn't really tell this enough, but for the most part, because it's like, because I have humor in there, people take it pretty lightly, which is yeah. what I go for. Like, it's like, here's a general thing to think about. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I write it down. I, I record it. Uh, like you, I, I do tons of, I used to have to do it way more. Like, I used to have to take a ton of takes. So that's what's evolved the most is I've I've found myself become better at uh, at at getting it on the first or second take, which is great. Nice. Yeah. So I'm how, how long does it take? If you like, you know, take one of your uh why you suck at Rocket League like videos. How, like from start to finish, from writing to uploading, how many hours do you think you spend on a video? It takes a it takes a while. Um uh, it's quite a bit of work. Um I'm trying to think. It's kind of weird because I, so I have a, a full-time job, so I come back. And so it's like, it's kind of like evenings plus full days. So if I think about it, um, I could spend an entire Saturday finishing up a video that I wrote yeah. the evening. It would take like three evenings of like prep work where I'm like, so I would take an evening to write. Next evening, I would record the script. The next evening, I may be gathering some footage. And then that Saturday where I'm off, um, 
then I'm like really putting it together. And that's where like most of the work is. Uh, Hear this. So yeah. Listeners show appreciation to your YouTubers (laughs) because like what, what you consume in four minutes and you're like, Oh, that was pretty good. Takes them hours and hours and hours to work on. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're good videos, man. Thanks. Um, actually I've mentioned it on the show before, but I'll tell you now that I'm here, uh, now that you're here, uh, your video on shadow defense actually probably changed my entire 2v2 game. That's awesome. That's so great. It changed my 2v2 game also because I play a lot of twos with Knox and he he pretty much jammed <laughs> that down my throat. I, t- I tell him, I tell him every time, I'm like, hey, totally go did. watch Thomas Khan's video about 2v2. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, now I'm really good at it though, so... That's so funny, too, because I, I can't even really take. OK, I executed that video like I, I produced it. But the idea for that was actually my friend who helps me with these videos. Uh, okay. Orange uh, is his name. Well, that's his like whatever his persona. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, see that was that, him. I think I see that in a lot of your videos is is you uh, almost are an outlet for what other people have tried to articulate, but don't have the skill set on YouTube yes, to do. Yes. Yes. Um, like you've got the, the two V two rotation video, which puts the big grid on the thing. Um, and kind of outlines yeah. like, you know, never make sure you're a sector away from your teammate and, and all of that stuff. And it's like, yes, like someone needed to have the skills to make this. Yeah. Succinct and that was from all star four. Cause he had a video on it a long time ago. Oh, and so I reached out to him cause mine was pretty, it was close enough where I was like, I actually need to definitely reach out. As I had felt like I wanted to do one cause people asked for one a lot Yeah. after I made the okay. standard, like the three V three rotation video, but he oh, had done cool. such a good job. It was so perfect. I was like, now that I've seen this, there's no way I can make it because I've, if I hadn't seen it, like if I hadn't clicked the video and just tried to approach it, you know, from the start, then it would have been fine. But I saw it and it was perfect. And I was like, dang it, there's no way I can make a video about 2v2 <laughs> rotation with this perfect 2v2 rotation video already existing. Right. So I reached out to him and I was like, can I can I like remake your, can I take your concepts and like explain it how I would explain it? And he was totally cool. I gave him like a huge shout out and he he was really happy with it, I think. That's cool. Um, all right. Yeah, well, like, and he did we such all, a good job. We all have those days where like we can't do anything, right? So do you ever like queue into a game and then you play like halfway through and then somebody's like, hey, you make tutorial videos. Why are you so bad? <laughs> That's funny. It's usually strangers. Like, I feel like most people I run into uh, are not like if they recognize me, then they're happy because it's I, I think it's kind of rare. Like everyone who runs into me in game is like super pumped about it. That's uh, nice. So I get most most of the flack just from random strangers, uh, yeah. I think, unless maybe they know. I don't know. Maybe they know who I am, but they don't want to. Because they're mad at me, they don't say anything. But no, no <laughs> normally not that that uh, that exact uh, sentiment where it's like, "Why do you suck so much?" <laughs> Usually, it's a joke because I, I have a lot of self-deprecating humor on my channel. So a lot of times, it's like, "Is that the real Sunless Khan?" And then I'll screw up like a wide open net, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, it is him," <laughs> which is actually hilarious. I really, nice. it's actually funny. So uh, usually, it's like really funny stuff like that. So that's cool. It's all good. It's great. Well, you spend all this time studying the mechanics and uh, strategies of the game. Uh, do you pour any of that into, you know, going competitive? Do you play with a team right now? What's your kind of approach to the game and the scene? Uh, I mean, I don't really need. I I did play for minor league doubles. Uh, shout out to the Rhinos. Actually, I think they're doing. The Rhinos are not in anymore. Uh, we got eliminated, but I think oh. MLD is. Uh, 
their championship is is going right now the semifinals anyway Uh-oh. Nice. sidetracked um so that was my only like semi-competitive thing uh ranked is good enough for me honestly like i like six mans i've done that a couple times uh the six mans discord server um if you're not familiar it's like i don't know have you guys talked about that we have yes. okay yes, we have. so people know what it is i don't know if if you've come across the same issue, but having an hour long weekly audio discussion about Rocket League isn't easy. We reach for every bit of content. <laughs> of course, you talked about six mans. <laughs> uh, but yeah, six mans and MLD, uh, they're great. But really, like I love ranked. I, people complain about it, like uh, the matchmaking is terrible, lag, all this, all these problems. And I just really don't run into those problems or I'm, maybe I'm just not bothered by them. I think I'm lucky with where I live. I know people uh, playing in, cent- in the central region have trouble with central, the lack of central servers. Mm-hmm. But where I am, like, I just I don't really have many server issues at all. Uh, so it's, it's always kind of weird people complaining about that when I haven't experienced it. Uh, hmm. So ranked is is competitive enough for me. That's all I, I agree need. with that. <laughs> That's all I need. Uh, well, uh, this has been extremely enlightening, but we kind of want to put you to the test and to the challenge. Uh, you you have all of this knowledge. We we wanted to find an area where we think, like, you know what? We haven't seen him make videos about this. Oh. Uh, so we're going to really put you to the test here in our... This didn't work last time we tried this game, but that's because the person we played with literally could have cared less about the concept. So (laughs) we think this might work better. It's time for the second ever iteration of Rocket League. The price is right. Come on down, (laughs) Sunless Con. All right. I like it. All right. The the concept is simple. We have several uh, sets of Rocket League items, whether they be an entire loadout for a car or just a grouping of items. And you have to give us uh, as close to the price as possible without going over. If you uh. get within, uh, if you get within five, no, 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 we'll say ten keys. We'll say if you get within ten keys under the price, then that counts as right. All right. If you need to get two of these three right and you win the prize, which is something that I am not coming up with off the top of my head right now. <laughs> White zombies, uh, right? <laughs> um, uh, uh, a, a white octane, right? He's like, man, you're gonna bankrupt the podcast. Wait, don't tell him that. That's that's part of the game, Knox. Oh yes, I mean, what? That's zero. That's free. That'd be too cheap and easy. I'm writing this down. How about? That's great. Um, this is this is actually perfect because if you would have done this game with me like two months ago, I would have been totally lost. It wouldn't have been good, but because okay. I've been doing car design. I've been I've done two car design videos, so now I actually know enough about this. I think I might might do well. All right, we'll ah. we will do uh, for the prize. Man, there's no good like DLC out or anything. No, there's not. I got it. The popcorn trail. We will trail. do uh, <laughs> a live from Manfield care package with a controller skin and stickers, Ooh. Uh, and another little gift of our choice that we will mail to your location. And you're not just playing for yourself, my man, because you get all the love on YouTube. You get all the fame when you queue into ranked. You are also playing for one of our Patreon supporters, D-Lo. Uh, so if you go to patreon.com slash and become a supporter, you get a chance to win prizes when guests compete on our show. So for you two to take on the prize, question number one is, what would be the price of a lime green samurai with lime green reverb wheels and lime green comet boost? Mm, okay. So all painted. Not 
not counting the price of how ugly it looks. <laughs> I, I came up with this one because Psionics always gives me lime green shit. So you're lucky. I, I love lime green painted stuff. Okay, wait, say it again. Okay, I, I got the reverb wheels. That's the only thing I'm picturing. Lime green samurai, live green reverb, samurai. lime green comet boost. Comet boost. Samurai. All three items are I can't from even the picture the samurai. Crates. The samurai is a decal. No, the samurai no, is the, the new, new car. car. Body. Oh, it's the new car. Okay, now I'm picturing it. I know. I know what you're talking about now. It's like the Lamborghini looking car, right? Yes, right? I believe so. Okay. Maybe, Sorry, I'm, I'm fishing for hints. <laughs> I think yeah, it is. Exactly I think exactly. it is. But maybe if it's not, I at least have a vague idea if it's from the new DLC. Okay, lime green body, lime green reverb. I'm guessing, okay, four or five keys with the reverb. Is it okay if I process this out loud in my head? No, or process out, out loud. I think people appreciate that. Okay. They can't yeah. see your face. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing I'm guessing four or five keys for the... Uh, maybe more. It's a really cool looking wheel. It looks kind of like the... It's like pulsing, if I remember right. Oh, we just did a video with reverb wheels, so that's the only, the only reason. But it looks... Mm -hmm. I remember it looking really cool. So it's got to be... It's got to be at least five keys, I think. Yeah. Uh, All right, remember, you've got to be 10 keys under you can't go over the price or you're gonna bust right right okay so i should be so, safe so i'll say it's gotta be at least three uh so three for reverb painted new body uh, it's gotta be at least three as well and i'll just say three 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 i'll say nine nine keys whoa behind our beautiful assistant darth goji what what do we got the actual retail price is 5.6 keys. Are you serious? Yes. For you just don't want green? the lime green stuff. People oh, I hate forgot. lime green. It's so crazy. I like lime oh. green myself. Oh my God. I forgot. You're totally right. That's not a popular color. It actually color. depreciates the value to get lime green items. <laughs> what yes. a mistake. You have yeah, to pay other okay. people keys to take your lime green. <laughs> That just means that you I have to get them. these next two right, but yes. I'm confident you can do it. Okay, yeah, I have to consider the color more. I just thought painted. Okay. Yeah, if those right. were crimson or something. Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so true. All right, question okay. number All right. two. All of the different colors of Sunburst. We have titanium white. We have sky blue. Burnt sienna, forest green, lime green, orange, crimson, cobalt, black, and gray sunbursts an, all together. An entire collectible set of sunburst wheels. Throwback to the first ever painted wheel that was released in Rocket League. Wow. So the entire, <laughs> the price of the entire collection. How many wheels yeah. are, how many colors are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, man. Not counting the non-painted version. That's tough, because like as a yeah. package, I feel like it would go for more if you were offering up. Uh, this was if you would have to self-collect each individually. Yes. Okay. okay, that's good to know. Um, oh, man, I have not looked at Sunburst price. Okay. This is the retail price, if there were a retail store. <laughs> retail price. <laughs> not Up on down to the Rocket League Mall, <laughs> right next to DFH Stadium. Oh, man. Okay, let me think about this. This is tough. This one burst. hurt me. I'll, I'll give you, tough. here's my hint. Yeah, please. This one hurt me because I remember buying my sky blue um, sunburst uh, wheels for 25 keys Ooh. when they first came out. Um, and then seeing what happened to all of the sunburst hurt, hurt a lot. Yeah, so I know they're not, I I know that the, the item uh, current, the item uh, values pretty much like plummet unless they're like the hottest. Is what I remember. Right. Unless there was something really unique about them, even though they were old. 
but mm. I don't think I don't think they're that valuable, except maybe the titanium white, and even that one. I don't. I, I have a hard time picturing a pretty high price for that. So okay, how many colors are there again? Twelve. Uh, ten. 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 Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say ten keys. I don't think I don't think the average is over a key for a sunburst wheel. Final retail price of all sunburst wheels is nineteen point two keys. That is within oh, ten, my yes. man. Uh, barely. I believe, right. I believe. Hang on. Let me just double check real fast. Um, the white sunbursts alone are okay. There are only four keys for the white sunbursts, okay. so it's That's actually like a conglomerate. Yeah, I think the black ones were actually kind of. And the rest are just like point five or, or less. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, they're like a key a piece. One green or like yeah. negative four. Sweet. So the average is but like man, one point nine. Yeah, I remember. I think I paid twenty five for my sky blue, and then I paid fifteen for my crimson back in the day. That's crazy. I didn't That's know they insane. used to do that. Oh yeah, six keys for the black ones. So those are the most expensive sunbursts. So it's sad times wow. for the old the old it's vintage. Very wheels, rare that black is more expensive than titanium white. It's true. That is. Maybe they look really cool or something. All right. Now let's say that we want that gangster look. We want that all white. All right. We're talking titanium white octane, titanium (laughs) white zombas, titanium white halo with a titanium white tsunami beam boost to top it all off. What do you think the retail price would be for a loadout that's all white? Man, this just came up in conversation. Why didn't I look it up? It was, I was like talking with a friend. And I was like, wait, how much are white zombies these days? Like, just curious. And we were like, oh, I think it's like 150. I don't know. Maybe more, maybe less. And I didn't look it up. Now I'm kicking myself. Oh, shame, that was my shame, original guess, though. is one Okay. I know oh, this is outdated information. I'm like trying to pull this. I'm trying to pull these flashes of memories like Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> when were we talking about the octane, the white octane body? Uh, okay. I think... At least 150 for white zombies. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think white octane bodies hit over 100. Halos, I know nothing about, but if they're white, <laughs> those are the curveballs, right? Like, yeah, I know because... there's a there's a niche like, yeah, people like the white halo, the halos, uh, crimson and white especially. Uh, we need to throw the curveballs on there with the tsunami beam boost. Yeah, this is a good challenge. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna say ten, so we're at two sixty. And then what was what was the white? It was tsunami burst yeah. or boost. Yeah, I don't even know that boost. Uh, let's say, I'll say it's another niche item. Okay, I'll say ten. So I'll say I'll say two seventy. No, let's just go to three hundred. Three hundred keys. <laughs> 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 Okay, something. I'm feeling a little bit down today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm way over. I'm like really optimistic about this community or this uh, this currency. Um, okay, two hundred. Oh, look at that! I'm feeling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going w- wide extremes. Things are, things are looking up. <clears throat> wow. Okay, I'm getting all these amazing hints here. Uh, t- two f- two hey. fifty. What what's the um, best on, time gonna, to go I'm see gonna, the dentist? I'm gonna down my water real fast. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm really thirsty. Uh, I'm not gonna win this. Two thirty. Oh, what do you know? Two hundred and thirty-one keys. You got it within a key. Oh wow, my god! <laughs> People said he couldn't do it. On my first guess, proving the haters wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there it is. Securing the prize for you and D'Lo getting a live from Manfield gift package. Uh, which is 
I was going to see just a secret way to get your guys' addresses to wow. come down and rob you. Creepy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, congratulations for navigating the prices right, the most rigged game in, in our podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, people can obviously find you on YouTube by searching Sunless Con. Where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, just also Sunless Con. Uh, one word, Sunless Con. K-H-A-N is the con easy part. Easy enough. That's and easy. if yeah. you were to describe uh, the first place that a newcomer to your channel should pick up and go, what videos would you recommend? Uh, the why you, Just click on a Why You Sucker Ugly playlist. They're all organized uh, by playlist. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And then if you want to check out my new series coming out this next week, Why You Are Bad at Rocket League, <laughs> it'll be on the <laughs> channel. <laughs> Take down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just going to be the same uh, videos so with Knox's voice dubbed over them. That would be better, honestly. <laughs> I, would, I would subscribe. I would watch. I would just take my play. I would take my videos down. <laughs> I'd be like, these are better. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, that's awesome, man. Hopefully, one day I get to be in one of your videos at some point. But who knows? Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, if you have any last comments for the listeners, let them know right now. Uh, I don't. Good luck out there. And ranked and whatever else you may. I guess I do. <laughs> I don't have anything. Here's all this stuff. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming, Thank man. Uh, that brings us to Twitch chat. Chit chat. Thank you guys for being active, asking questions, even comments. Um, so let's get to it. Um, all right. Dollatuba asks, what should Psionics do to bring in new players? I think this is a very interesting question that I have not considered at all. I haven't either. I think uh, with as much as Rocket League is, or with as long as Rocket League's already been out, it's got a pretty well-established player base already. I don't know if there are a whole lot of new players other than alt accounts. I think Psionics are relying more on players, uh, on people just talking about the game to their friends, get them to play it. Yeah, Yeah. that's... I don't know. They so there was actually a um in some theaters there was actually trailers for Rocket League in uh the Infinity Ward showing. So Oh really? Um, You've had that? Yep. That's interesting. Not at my showing, but um there was a couple posts on Reddit of people That's cool. People who uh who sent pictures of it. Interesting. Which is kinda cool. So they're they're advertising to the right routes. I think I got a Honda the only commercial, thing- that's it. That's the only commercial <laughs> well, I had. I they had, did fly that. I had trailers for everything else. <laughs> they did fly that octane into space during Infinity War. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Psionics oh, yes, paid right. a lot of money for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing they can do is to grow the scene and so that it becomes more of a relevant name, right? Because um, Rocket League's success, I think, surrounds in its um, like competitive scene. Not so much like pro scene, but the ability that um, anyone who picks it up and plays it wants to get better and wants to kind of um, like play in a competitive like situation and atmosphere and so i think by making the game as relevant as possible with you know large prize pools for the uh, rlcs uh getting as much broadcasting and viewership for the rlcs uh, gets people talking about it and stuff and i think they should probably abandon the wwe partnership i'm just gonna say it what's up i agree i cannot <laughs> yeah, argue with that it's whatsoever. a very pointless it's a very pointless <laughs> partnership what do you guys got uh I don't really have anything. I think they're just relying on. Oh, I meant for the chit chat. Oh, <laughs> okay. crunchy goodness says, "Will we be in the next Rocket League arena, Knox? If they build it off a 360 capture of the arena at LAN? Hashtag Mitmat. 
Oh, our algorithm must have accidentally picked that up by sound. It, it does a phonetics check <laughs> to see if there's maybe a misspelling, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's actually shit, for shit. another user named Mitt Matt. He wasn't asking us that. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, Dalatuba also asks, uh, how long can the existing player base sustain the game for? I would say for as long as they play it. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I, think it, I, think, I think it has a few years. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all about burn rate when it comes to something like this, right? Is um, what is the amount of players leaving versus the amount of new players gained? And I think Rocket League's at a stage right now where it's still growing. There are more new players yeah. coming than there are players leaving. I mean, uh, we're at like, what, 250,000 players uh, most times of the day on Rocket League? Yeah, and we hit yeah, over 50, like million con- uh, 50 million like downloads and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's still growing. It's- um. And so I don't think it's so much how long can the existing player base sustain for, but how long can this burn rate sustain for? And I think we've probably got a couple years before we start burning down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, RB Not Me asks, if ranked hoops was a game type, what would be your rank? I'd be champ three. (laughs) I'd be GC. Champ three, not quite GC yet. I'm pretty decent. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one because there are some people who just... There are some hoops. really good hoops players. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, those those guys would be all the GCs and then we would be, like, right there on their heels. Not quite GC. It's hard to gauge because not a lot of people play hoops. Yeah. True. Huh. Hmm. I, I would say champ three. I'd agree champ three. Because I'm so close to champ three and everything else. So why wouldn't it be? <laughs> why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't it be? RB Not Me also asks, is it just me or do pro players waste potential on YouTube? Rizzo, Sizz, and Squishy pull in a lot of views and barely ever upload. Feels like if they uploaded regularly, they they and other pros could significantly grow the fan base, sort of like uh, Call of Duty did. Uh, Alright, so about that. I mentioned that it takes me like six hours to make a quality video, and I understand that they're not like putting out so much quality and stuff, but it does take a lot of work, and... Um, you either have to hire someone to do that editing for you so that you have the free time or you have to do it yourself. So I, I think like the time investment and the lack of the like skill set, because I've been trained in like video stuff. I did it for a living for a while. Uh, but if you're not trained, then it probably takes you extra long to get through that editing process and stuff. Yeah. Like if I tried to make a video by the time I got done with that one video, I wouldn't be able to play Rocket League anymore. (laughs) I would lose all my skill in that time. For pro players, I think pro players like to avoid it because it takes so much time again, and do you have that time that you could be using to get like stay on par with the rest of the pros instead of possibly drop down for money in the pocket? It's it's a hard tell. So pros who are falling off, I'd say go for YouTube. You still have your name out there. People are going to want to watch you. You might not be a pro anymore, but now you're going to be getting that YouTube money. Yeah, I I think that that's a good point is thinking long term with pros because uh, right now the pro scene's not volatile. But um, I mean, there I think there are pros that could not hang and got dropped from the list of people that, you know, were relevant within the pro scene. Look at over zero. Look at Moses. Uh, I mean, there's there's several other ones, but. Uh, whereas if they had, you know, built a name for themselves with content creation alongside of it, they definitely would. Yes. You know, I mean, with what little recognition I had as a competitive player being on sword gaming, I turned that into like a little bit of a brand and having stuff on YouTube. I'd like to see even Twitch, uh, those pros go to Twitch 
so many pros hide their 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 scrims, but what's the point of hiding your scrims? P- play your scrims on stream. You don't have to have voice going on. Just just right. play them on stream. Get get donation. Get subscribers. Who cares? You're making money while you're scrimming. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And pros pull in good viewership no matter what on Twitch. So just go for it. No matter what. Yeah. Uh, that was all great stuff. Thank you for submitting into Twitch at Chit Chat. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, so I want to go ahead and give a call to arms. Make sure you join our Discord if you want to come and hang out with us. It's a pretty chill place. You can find a link on our website, livefrommanfield.com, to find the central hub to Chit Chat <laughs> with us. <laughs> so. So, how's it going? <laughs> we would also like to thank our patrons. <laughs> we... I forgot what we were doing. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing and forget about it if it weren't for our patrons. And we like to give some of our platinum and above patrons uh, honorifics to go with their names. And we're going to start with our grand champion patron, Crunchy. It is crunch time. Uh, and our champion patron, Yo, it's D-Lo, Mr. Steal Your Goal, also the winner of this week's uh, interview challenge. Yes. What has he won, Knox? He has won. Uh, he's won a care package from Life of Manfield. So it comes with a uh, controller skin, sticker pack, um, and some extra little goodies that I was able to pick up today. Nice. So Nice. Yep. And our diamond patrons, we moved down to Fecal Frenzy. That shit's crazy. And Spell TV Mufflin, who stepped his game up. Eskimo Jesus turns wine into igloos. Tide dizzle, folks, shizzle, my nizzle. Stunt guy, he's tricked out. <laughs> Johnny Kooks is cuckoo for Rocket League. Spook, it's Casper. Dawson with a V, not a creek. Lennox, John Lennox, the fifth beetle. Marl Fox, the foxiest patron. Henry, the one and only. Annex Poseidon making waves and Pickett's my main man. And also, guys, we have a brand new silver patron this week. Oh, what, what? What's Lynx's, his name? also known Lynx's. as, I guess in parentheses, it says the savage. The so, Savage? The I don't savage. know if he's, like, related to the Savage or if he's... He's in the Savage family. He's in he's the, not... the Savage family. That was a good movie, like, Wednesday and, and Pugsley. And... <laughs> um, I want to thank anyone who tweets about the show, gets the word out in the Twitter sphere. If you do and use the hashtag or tag us in the tweet, then we uh, select our three favorite tweets and pick them as Rocket Tweeters. Goji, who is your Rocket Tweeter this week? Uh, my Rocket Tweeter was our new silver... Patron, and he says, support at LF Manfield on at Patreon. Hashtag on Patreon. Nice. Thank you so much, Links, for that. Ninja, you already picked yours. We we did it earlier within the show. Mine is, I don't know, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) Someone? That's a wonderful question. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, I think this might, I don't know, but I'll tell you in a second. Th- this, this was my fault. I dropped the ball on this one. It's from a, Yo, It's D-Lo. It's, yeah, Yo, It's oh, D-Lo. Oh, it's D-Lo! D-Lo won the prize <laughs> and my Rocket Tweeter status this week. He said, what do you all think a server is? Nox Phoenix, isn't that who brings out food in restaurants? <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> crying face emoji. Oh, thanks so much for tweeting about the show. Uh, thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of our theme song, Xenogenesis. Let's just do this for free. Super good song. Make sure you join us next week where Goji uses the word the 43 different times, and we will count. That's going to do it for us this week. My name is Knox Phoenix. I'm Ninja Seb fan. And I'm Darth Goji. And may the face-offs be ever in your favor. 
Doesn't count.